Good evening, friends and family. Welcome to another episode of The Sample Hour. Today's guests, we had not only Death Squad Ohio, a.k.a. Jason No Susquehanna, a.k.a. The Sacred Plant Show, but we also had Gio Atasano, Death Squad at Death Squad PA, a.k.a. at Gio Atasano. But anyways, it was a great podcast. Um, I just want to say, number one, I want to say thank you again to Izzy Rock. Uh, if it wasn't for Izzy Rock, probably wouldn't have gotten this podcast up and running. Him and No Susquehanna both. Just big motivational factors. It was something we always wanted to do, but I was always kind of a lazy shit about it. And uh, just talking to those two guys about it really gave me a lot of motivation and inspiration. Um, also, just want to... Because I know you're going to listen to this, Izzy. Just want to say, everybody on this podcast loves you. We kind of tease you a bit, but that's about it. Also want to say thank you again to Dad, who listens to all the podcasts. And everybody else that listens, Mr. Aaron Cropper. I know you listen to us when you're in the gym. We appreciate that, too. So I figure I'll give you some love. So now ten people know who you are. So anyways, uh, yeah. So I hope you guys enjoy
fellow uh, podcast fans, welcome to another episode of the Sample Hour. I'm Drew Sample. I'm Wes Sample. And today we have two very special guests. We have Gio, Death Squad PA, here. Gio, would you like to say hello? What's going on, everybody? And then we also have Jason, no Sesquahana. What's going on, everybody? How you doing today? <laughs> So anyways, so uh, it's a special time. We were uh, actually, um, before we started the podcast, we were just talking about the Death Squad community and uh, how awesome it is, guys. I mean, like, we literally, everybody in this room, except for my brother and I, have met pretty much through the internet. Oh, it's powerful. Like, yeah. I didn't, know, I didn't know any of you guys before, and just going on Twitter, following the same comics, following the same ideals... Everybody, like me and you were talking about Bulletproof yeah. Coffee a minute ago. We're both in yeah. that shit. And it's ridiculous that you meet these like-minded people. And for me, you know, I grew up in a small town. Then I moved to Pittsburgh after the military. And it's hard to fucking find friends. Yeah. A lot of people, I'm not, like, I meet them. And where, you, where am I going to go? Like, out to the bar? Like, and, hey, guy, what's going on? Like, I feel like I'm in that movie. I love you, man. I got to set up <laughs> fucking mandates. Yeah, and then you got to ask for the guy's number. Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly. really awkward. Yeah, then he thinks I want to fuck him. But. Yeah. <laughs> You're just yeah. sitting around the bar. Oh, man, Byron Leftwich is fucking terrible. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I agree. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Can really... I get your number? You do it, but you do it all subtle. You go out when you're smoking cigarettes together. Yeah. Or I don't even smoke, so what I got to do is I got to go out and just stand out there with him. That's and good I, for him. And I have to be like, there. yeah, man, so... Uh, you want to hang out sometime? I think we could have a lot of fun together. Yeah, yeah. But and then I got to pretend like I like sports, like football and other things. I'm like, I'm not really that much into it, but all right. <laughs> but it's good because you get, you get like-minded people and everyone. Like I knew, you know, before the first thing that got me was uh, Izzy was the first one who like connected me. Uh, he connected with me on Twitter. He DM me. He's like, yo, what's your number? And this was when I was coming to Ohio with the Death Squad tour and I was like, first I was like, well, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah, I was kind of hey, weird. Real quick, out. G, I don't want to interrupt you. You yeah. want to pull the mic just right in front of your mouth? There All you right, go. Good shit. I was yeah. kind of weirded out by it. Yeah, Izzy does that. He looks like a hell's fucking yeah. angel. And he comes on like a fucking life insurance. He's sales, a, like, he's, like I'm Izzy, <laughs> Death Squad, Ohio. He's Come. a uh, dude. He's the, he's the fucking best. But he, dude, the, I think he's a little bit like he, he fries people sometimes. He's like. the Death Squad evangelist. Well, he caught. He's me also our first. spirit animal. He really but, is yeah, our spirit like, animal too. Like Izzy's awesome, but like I was teasing because I was like. You're like an evangelist with, with the Death Squad and the Inspired Disorder Collective. Spread the word. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's funny when you say he's like an insurance salesman or something. He's like, yeah. hey, my name's Izzy. You on Twitter? <laughs> it's like the worst pickup line I've ever heard almost. <laughs> I, I'm Izzy Or he's like a yeah. pyramid schemer. Yeah. yeah. You keep your business options you want, open. You want a bunch of followers? You want a bunch of followers <laughs> yeah. on Twitter? Watch this. Put Death Squad in okay, your profile. But right you now. have to follow right them all back. Yeah. If they follow you, you have to follow them back. And like we're all on our phones. All right, Izzy, we'll follow these people. <laughs> <laughs> so he DM'd me like, "What's your number?" And at first, I was weirded out. Like, I never met this dude. This is some fucking creep. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, seriously. But then I looked at his beard. I was like, "Oh god, I'm in trouble." But uh, then, yeah. he has a rape van too. He's got <laughs> yeah. the full set. Yeah. <laughs> so then, then I met him though, and he was like just this cool ass dude. He was real chill. And we were both into, like, the same type of comedy. And just from there on, we hit it off and met, met my boy Jay over here. Yeah. And, like, 
it that was it. It was like, all right, there's other people out there that are in this same shit that I am into. Yeah, well, I mean, like the whole the whole reason why you came on this podcast was because we met you at the Columbus show, yeah. and we were just standing out back, and we were talking about. I think Izzy brought up because he was evangelizing podcasts. So yeah, I was just on their podcast today. And then you're like, I'd like to be on your podcast. And yeah. we we're like, yeah, it's fucking done. Like, just whenever you want to come, let's let's just do it. So yeah, I got off work. I was like, fuck it. Let's drive to Columbus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all through Twitter this morning. Hey, who wants to podcast today? We're like, yeah, yeah come on over. Yeah. And that was it. Like, through yeah, we were all in different tweets. cities. We all were. Yeah. You were. Yeah. That's it's powerful, man. I was in Pittsburgh this morning and then I drove to Cleveland and then I drove to Columbus to come here. That's pretty awesome. It's it nuts. Yeah, and all, and all you guys, too, were in different places, and everyone's like, all right, let's 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 bring everyone together. Let's sit down. Let's have a conversation, man, and put something out there. Yeah, absolutely. So with this recent Death Squad tour, because you're, you're an up-and-coming stand-up comedian. I'm an open micer. I'm still still in training. I would you're up-and-coming, dude. I would not call myself a comedian yet. <laughs> but How many open mic shows have you done? I've only done two. Like, I'm not going to act like I got any cred at all. I've done two shows, and, uh, you know, I was fortunate enough to get a few laughs. And one of the great comics in Pittsburgh, his name's Aaron Kleiber. Uh, he's a fucking beast on the he's mic. He's fucking hilarious. Yeah, he's real good. Um, he saw me, and he was just like, hey, man, uh, I liked your set. You know, I saw you do last week's set, too. You were really good. Um, what are you doing this weekend? You know, I wasn't doing shit. He was like, I'm going with... Uh, you know, I'm going to be on Death Squad Ohio tour with Red Band, Tom Segura, Tony Hinchcliffe, and Doug Benson. And he's like, do you want to come stay in hotels for free and go to all the shows for free and hang out with all the comics? So pretty much a simple answer right there. Yeah, I mean, yeah that's pretty fucking go. awesome, dude. Like, did, I listen to, you know, these podcasts and all these other comics that I just named, and they're the guys that I'm trying to learn the trade from. Yeah. You know? So to be able to go and like meet all these guys and hang out in a different setting where like one of the nights it was afterwards and we were drunk and we were all just eating at Denny's. You know what I mean? Like Denny's is delicious. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> you get some moons you, over my hammy. Exactly. <laughs> to just like be hanging out eating at Denny's with all these like comedians that I hold at a really high regard is uh it was pretty surreal. Like a few times during the trip I had to step back and be like, Damn man, this is really happening. I'm fucking Yeah going on dude star in your own movie man like that's a, exactly. like that's a powerful thing about like rogan was saying on the podcast man we were we were talking about it here there's no reason why you you can't be the star in your own movie yeah like oh. you oh. i like to call it a life boner yeah you get a boner out of, out of your life at that exact moment <laughs> yeah it really is i definitely had a life boner that whole weekend <laughs> it's a surreal it's like a surreal moment like For this I, podcast hashtag life boner <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that's like the powerful thing. I mean, I feel like whenever I hang out with any of you guys too, it whether it just be Jason and Wes and I just chilling around the house, and just talking about like we have like we just bounce stuff off all of each other, and we have like these great ideas, and it's usually like whether it be like something funny that we can all do, or like, hey, like we could do this, like we could all plan a trip, and we could. I mean, it's just really cool to like. It, we don't normally in everyday life like i i couldn't say anybody from college or any group of friends i've ever had where i could i could literally just bounce anything in my head off of and know that nobody's gonna judge me or any that takes time to find friends but we've literally been able to find literally you know hundreds of friends automatically it's this it's this weird way to circumvent all the in my life 
people are dumb as fuck, all right? Yeah. Like, they're stupid as shit. And I have friends that I've been friends with since high school, but they got into some shit I'm not down with, and I have to cut them out of my life. Yeah. So then, you know, you lose these people. Where are all the fucking intellectual smart people that are into the same kind of shit I'm into, but also like dick jokes? You know I mean? like, <laughs> it's this weird like avenue where I can circumvent all the bullshit and just meet the cool people on the other side. And you don't have to you don't have to tread through all the assholes. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. I completely agree. Like outside of Wes and I, we've always been close growing up and like I think we've been really fortunate just to be brothers. But I mean, before like we we'd have different groups of friends, but we couldn't have the same conversations that we have. Mm. And that's like that's been the exciting thing. It's kinda neat because Twitter's kind of almost turned into if you use it in one particular way, especially in the Death Squad way, it really turns into a way where it's like a, a dating service except for friends instead yeah. of like my perfect match will take me on a long <laughs> beach walk. It's kind of like what you said earlier. You know, I can have an intellectual conversation about politics and then make a tranny joke or something yeah. like that. You know, oh, yeah. something like that. That's exactly it. You're right, man. And what's cool about it for me is like a lot of us have met over the Twitter and over the internet, but actually, for all three of the people in the room. I actually met at Death Squad events and then got the Twitter information. Yeah. So, like, True. this is becoming such an interconnected thing in terms of the people that are coming out to the shows. So now where there's parties, there's large groups of interconnected people that are hanging out together from their internet associations that different groups of people are now overlapping and causing new people to be able to meet each other and then take it back to the internet. And then continue getting up for these shows or getting together to do recordings like this. Yeah. And it's becoming like a two-way street. It's not just internet people and then go hang out. It's shared interests that overlap and then people coming together at these shared events. And then, you know, continuing that interaction over the internet. So it's, it's interesting to see how this is evolving. Yeah. Well, it breaks the barrier of... Uh a lot of times you can be friends with people on the internet but through anonymity of the internet you never meet them in real life and you have a celebrity like uh like joe rogan all right we're all fans of joe rogan i listen to his podcast incessantly like every fucking time it comes on you know if i go on facebook i can look up joe rogan but all i can do is like his page okay there's no connection but if you go on twitter and you find joe rogan you're talking to him you know if you put something out there you you tag his name in it he sees that which is an incredible amount of power man like that that's unheard of and that's how that even he talks about that on his podcast about how he gets a lot of his guests through twitter he you know he he messages on messages them on twitter and says hey you know i think you're interesting i think you're a cool dude come be on my podcast and it's a weird way that you know, you can't, I, I don't know everyone's email, you know what I mean? So I yeah. can't just, I'm not going to contact you guys through email and be like, yo, you want to meet up? Like, but Twitter's this different format where it's so much easier to do. Yeah, like today we were DMing and I was yeah. like, hey man, here's my phone number. I can't find it. Yeah, yeah. And then we just started texting each other and it was just like, boom, there we go. Exactly. Yeah, I started out this morning and you said you were going to be in the area and I'm like, hey, 
why don't you come down to Columbus? And then I called up Wes and Drew. I'm like, hey, how about we do some recording today? <laughs> yeah, man. And that's what it was. I was driving to work. I was all fucking hopped up on some Bulletproof coffee. And I was like, shit, man, I'm going to be in Ohio. Let me, let's get this crew together. Because what I was thinking is, you know, I met all you guys. And I thought you guys were all solid dudes. And then, you know, I could have just let that go. You know yeah. what I mean? And maybe we'll see each other, you know, in February when Joey Diaz comes to Columbus or some other Death Squad show. But, uh. Which, by the way, everybody listening, come the fuck out in February. Yeah. Columbus, Ohio, Funny Bone, Joey Diaz is headlining, bitches. So come out. We're going to have a huge party for that, I'm fuck sure. Yeah, man. Let's Joey. go, cocksuckers. <laughs> we. We're going to figure out where we're going to have a party, too. So. Yeah, this time we're going to. This is evolving for the Death Squad Ohio parties, too. And we've been talking about it. It's kind of overgrown its simple roots that it came from. So for the next one of February, we're looking at acquiring a rental venue in order to handle all of you fucking savages. Because this last time, it was just craziness. And uh, apologies to everybody for how crazy it got with the seating, with the edibles, with the pre-parties, the after-parties. That shit was just insane and i know everybody had a good time sorry it wasn't more streamlined but we're working on it yeah like that's something people need to understand like we didn't even realize what we had until it was like holy shit exactly and now you're working out the kinks yeah yeah and and that's and it's actually a good problem to have it's not a bad problem to have i mean it's it's so cool i mean like i just think about it like a year ago i was listening to joe rogan by myself and then I got Wes to start listening to it. And then it's like, I met so many fucking cool people. And I know we've kind of beaten a dead horse. But it's just like, it's so surreal, man. It's so surreal. Yeah. Like, like from eight months ago, and now we're all sitting in a room together with micro, with recording equipment that I never thought I would have bought. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's just been really fun. And it's... Uh, it was definitely a positive thing. I mean, like... W- there's nothing better than uh, getting getting some people together and hanging out, throwing ideas back and forth, and you know just just everyone spitballing off each other. And that's what that's what that's how any like good idea or any movement or anything like that grows. You know, you can getting getting some people together and hanging out, throwing ideas back and forth, and you know just just everyone spitballing off each other. And that's what that's what that's how any like good idea or any movement or anything like that grows. You know, you can't just have one guy in a room thinking of his own ideas because some of his ideas are going to be shit. He needs to have friends there to call him out and say, "Hey, this idea fucking sucks," or "This idea is good. Let's grow that." You know? Absolutely. What are your plans with Death Squad Pennsylvania? Well, with Death Squad PA. Uh, I kind of just started it. I threw it up on Twitter. I thought the handle was going to be taken. Uh, you know, I was surprised it wasn't, and luckily I got it. And, uh, you know, that first weekend, I put a post up uh, about a dinosaur that scientists found that was the same size as the T-Rex, and Joe Rogan retweeted it, and instantly I got, like, 100 followers just from that, just from this dude retweeting one of my tweets. And I, that's when I was like, oh, shit, this is real right now like something's this is something's going on with this and you know i'm new to the whole thing and i i didn't really understand the power of it uh until that happened and then um you know with desk pa i'm trying to you know i'm headquartered in pittsburgh so that's my central location but i'm trying to spread the roots out and you know look up some people in philly 
you know, maybe state college and just try to broaden it out. You know, I know there's a dude who has Death Squad Erie and broaden it out to, you know, connect the whole state of Pennsylvania and also be able to coincide with Ohio and everything like that. You, you know, just get a, get a bunch of people that want to do the same shit and that are all down for the cause. Get them all together because it, you, you, it's building an army. That's, that's what it is. It's building a fucking army. Yeah, it's going to be really neat when uh, people from, uh, you know, out of state and everything are going to come in to visit. They're like, oh, sweet. You know, like we said earlier, Joe, Joey Diaz, of course, who uh, if you've never seen him, he puts on one hell of a great show and he's just one hell of a good guy. Um, but someone's coming from out of state or something, they can contact, you know, Death Squad PA or exactly. Death Squad Ohio or anything like that and say, hey, you know, I'm coming from out of state. You know, maybe there's a good place for us to stay. Maybe there's whatever. And then who knows? Maybe in the community themselves will be like, hey, you know, I've got a couch. And depending on if they're not a psychopath or not, murder them in their sleep. And be like, you know, sweet. I didn't have to pay for a hotel after I drove out there and partied hard with, you know, people who really enjoy comedy the same way that I do. And really enjoy the same comedians and way of thinking. Yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. Like, I know for us, like, that's, I think that's a big reason why we've been able to connect with a lot of people is just because, like, hey, you know, we got, we got a couch, we got a futon, you guys could stay here. And I think, like, as a... <laughs> <laughs> housing. That's the way housing, you, how yeah. you meet people, yeah. No, 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 hey, no, no. Uh, but can I, I get your number? I've got a couch. They, they don't tell you that okay. the first time you stay, they rickroll you for your wallet, whatever it's <laughs> in your pocket, and then they get your car keys and check your change holder out in your car. And then once you pay your initial entry fee, you're good to go. <laughs> then you got the green light. <laughs> yeah, we are. We figured out what type of person you are based on the change you keep in your car. <laughs> <laughs> but I think like, <laughs> but I think like just in general. But I think like we could really build a community in that sense. I mean, obviously you're not going to let every, everybody come in. But I think like that's that's the cool part about our community is like, that's a big key though. What people you just are just said. people are opening up their homes. Like, had Bender not opened up his home. To a bunch of strangers he met through Twitter, this conversation would be happening right now. I think it's really important what you just said is that we're not going to let everyone in. Because, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, you can't be a fucking cunt. Like, no, nah, we're yeah. not putting up with that shit. Yeah. Like, you, you will get fucking tossed out of someone's place, and exactly. there's nothing worse than getting thrown out of somebody's place. Yeah, yeah you got to be at least as cool as the guy on the couch from Half Bay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, that's the minimum entry standards. <laughs> <laughs> But it is cool that you guys, like, I came here tonight and you're like, yo, if you want to stay, you know, we'll yeah. get some beers, we'll hang out, we'll fucking... We, we can get into some chaos later. Yeah. We'll go down to Ohio State campus and just raid different parties. Nice. We really just needed the change in your car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I swear to God, you can, you can tell by Drew. Drew has pennies thrown about <laughs> on his passenger side. And you can, you can vouch for that. Well, there's, there's, a, story, there's a story behind that. This uh, I was I was at my buddy's house and he lived. Uh, I was working in like a nasty part of Columbus, that it was like the hood of Columbus. And I went to go hang out with this guy because I thought he was fascinating because he he told me that Giorgio Sukalos is one of the greatest minds of our time. So I'm like. <laughs> Ancient aliens guy for those of you at home. He's the guy with the aliens cr- did and, basically everything. And I had crazy this, fucking hair, dude. I, yeah. I had this joker at work because my my supervisor was Greek. All of our customers were all pretty much ghetto black people, but they were all hilarious. What job was it? Uh, I was uh, I was working at a uh, telecommunications company. I was okay. working at a mall kiosk. 
I so every customer that came up, I would make up this story about how Giorgio Sukulos was my supervisor's a strange cousin, <laughs> and how my cousin, like my supervisor, like wouldn't admit that they were cousins because he liked Alien so much, and they picked on him so much as a kid, and that's why he's not admitting that he's really his cousin, and they would all believe me. And they were like, it was so funny. But while I'm telling this story, this guy like stops me. He's like, he's one of the greatest minds of our time. And so I, I went to his house and he gave me, he was like, here's $2 to go get this from the store for me. And he gives me $2 worth of bags of pennies. Oh, God. <laughs> and I just left him in the ground and then people stepped on him. So that's how pennies got all over my floor. <laughs> What are you doing going to some crazy fucking customers? No, he's a, he's a nice guy. with two bags of pennies? What did he want you to buy? He wanted me to he wanted me to give him some blunt wraps. <laughs> <laughs> if some guy if I'm t- telling a story and some guy tells me that Giorgio Sukulos is one of the greatest minds of our time, I'm running away. <laughs> I, I'm not that dude's not my dude, friend. He's a nice guy. Like he's <laughs> he's he a real nice guy. No, he was a cool dude. He'd been in like both Iraqi wars and he uh like I don't, I don't want to take a shit on him either, in case someday he ever listens to this. Because yeah. I really do love him. Like he's a good friend. He's a stand-up human <laughs> being. No, like he really friend. is, man. That's a weird but, like, way to meet, though. You- it really is. But it was funny. But we were talking about like Zacharias Sitchin and stuff, and I'm like, yeah. well, this is actually a he. Like I can have this conversation with him. Well, a lot of a lot of people our age don't even know about that shit. No, exactly. Like it's weird because I I research. Uh, I'm addicted to researching shit on the internet and. I get into this thing where I think everyone else knows this stuff. And then I, I'm talking to people, and I look I look like the dude talking about Giorgio Siglos. I look like I don't know what <laughs> the, the greatest mind about. of our I look time. like a crazy dude. And people are like, what? What? Ancient aliens? Like, what? Zachariah Sitchin? The, I'm like, yeah, yeah. man. Like, they're, yeah. They're out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. So uh, that's why I wanted to talk to him. And, uh, and but now I have people that I've met in this room, so I don't need to go talk to random strangers <laughs> in a hood mall. Yeah. But anyways, he was a nice guy. He'd been in both Iraqi wars, and I actually have Twitters. If you look through my feed, like he, I, I took pictures of shit. I had pictures of from when he was yeah. in Iraq. Like the guy had seen some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Like so, don't get me wrong. He's he's dealing. He's got his own war in his head. Like oh yeah. I was talking to uh, I was talking to my buddy who was in Iraq, um, and I'm I'm still editing that podcast. But I mean, he was telling me how. Like, the fucked up thing about it is when you're over there, you are basically you're just patrolling because there's really basically your your goal is to be fodder for for terrorists to shoot at. And then you go after them. And he said the messed up part is your best friend that you're you're in there is with you. He gets blown up behind you. And because you're the lone man in the totem pole, you have to go clean him up. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, like that's fucked up. That's going to fuck anybody up. Oh, man. yeah. So if, if you want to be a cool motherfucker and talk to me about Zacharias Stitchin, give me two two bagfuls of pennies and say, go pay for this at the hood convenience store down there to get me some go blunt wraps. No problem, man. I gladly put it on my debit card. I'd rather put $2 on my debit card than pay two big bagfuls of pennies. Especially at the hood convenience market. Absolutely. Owned You're by- just as likely to get stabbed walking there as you are by the dude when, he's, when you give him two bags worth of pennies. You gotta count all that shit. It's like, oh, yeah. fuck no. Get the fuck out of my store. Well, there's gonna be like <laughs> eight people you. waiting behind you for him to count them all. Yeah, man. You're gonna get stabbed by somebody. Absolutely. Speaking of that, I was in the uh, military as well as your friend. I was in uh, the Navy for four years. Uh, luckily, I didn't have to go to Iraq or Afghanistan. Didn't have to, you know, 
see any uh, crazy shit over there. But uh, what I did was I was on this. I was stationed in Japan, and I was on the VBSS team, which is a visit board search and seizure. So basically, we were like anti-piracy defense. So we got intel that some ship was smuggling guns, weapons, or um, yeah, guns and weapons, uh, guns, drugs, people uh, doing anything illegal. We go up, we board them, we take them over. We're strapped, you know. We got, I had a two inch plate on my chest, um, you know, carrying a M4 and a nine on my side. Like that shit was crazy enough for me. Like so, I can, uh, you know, I talk to a lot of guys that I'm friends with in the military, and that's just no joke. Like people, people talk about like PTSD, and they're like, ah, oh, you know, they they kind of play it off. But that shit's real. Like human yeah, beings sure. are not meant to, you know, mutilate and kill and you know, do these horrible acts to other human beings. And when you put somebody through that, it's going to affect them well, dramatically. Yeah, of course. And that's the, that's the terrible part. I mean, when you're, when you're a citizen at home, if you butcher someone and you murder people and uh, you torture them, you're a fucking psychopath is what they yeah. label you as, and they put you in prison. <laughs> but if you're in the military, they want you to do that, and then they expect you to just, oh, no, I'm, I can just go back in, and I'm fine now. Yeah. I can be a normal citizen. I mean, that takes a toll on you. I mean, people who are sick in the head are the ones who have no problems doing Yeah, those are, those are the sociopaths who, who mm. they don't feel the emotion of doing it. So, and then you get out of the military and you're like, well, what the fuck do I do now? Sure. You know? Like, yeah. Well, how many walls do you have to put up to be able to do that in the first place? Yeah. I mean, you've got you've to really set up some, some mental barriers to get through things, to keep your mind at least yeah. compartmentalized really intensely. Exactly. And then how do you unpack all of that just at the, you know, oh, I'm a citizen now. Okay, well, I can just, you know, de decompress on everything have it all come back out, pop open those tabs, and just be myself again. Man, can't do that. Yeah, you got to be a fucking robot. My buddy's... Go on some journeys. My buddy said he was was hypnotized, and he said it surprisingly helped him, and she just said, just put all that in the back of your head. Surprisingly, though, he woke up with a very sore ass. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about hypnotism, man. Uh, the weird thing about it is there's no science that disproves it, but there's no science that proves it either. Yeah, I've read I've read some crazy books about hypnotism in the in the afterlife, and it was it was there's this book called The Journey of Souls, and there's this this atheist hypnotist, and he he starts like helping people who have like chronic pain, but the doctors can't find anything, and so his very first patient that patient that he discovered this with, um, she had like a neck pain or something, like she had a neck pain. So she went to the hypnotist and he, he kept like asking her, you know, well, when did this first start? How old were you? Did you still experience this pain? She said, yes. And he said, like, take me back to the first time. And it happened in another life. And he's like, it, you can watch his YouTube videos. Like, I don't know if I totally buy it. But the guy's like, I was an atheist. And then just from doing deep hypnosis, all these people tell me about this crazy reincarnation afterlife and everything like that. But I don't know. It could be, it could be a bunch of bullshit. Maybe he's a reptile person. He could be. He could be one of David <laughs> Icky's. What did you call him? David Ick? Yeah. David Ick? Reptilians. Yeah. David Ick. Jesse Ventura's expose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Episode Gets to the bottom of things. Season three, episode one of The Conspiracy Theory with Jesse Ventura. He debunks David Icky, <laughs> David also Icke. known as David Ike. Yeah. He debunks or his David lizard Ick. theory. 
And he's just like, give me your yes or no answer. We'll get to the bottom. Yeah. Of I'm not I'm not sure I believe this. And I've he was like, been in and it, 28 <laughs> countries, and I've never seen a reptile man before. I've seen a lot of stuff in my day. I love that show, though. I've and seen Hulk Hogan body slam a giant. <laughs> I've never seen a reptile man. I've seen him hulk out. It would be the best if somehow he got elected president in 2016. So I would love to see it. his State of the Union addresses. Yeah. Just, just for that alone, it would be worth it. He said that he would have ran with Ron Paul if Ron Paul would have been a, uh, a third party. Like, well, he also said a couple of other things like, well, I, you know. I would have went libertarian if they would have made me their, you know, if they would have agreed to make me their candidate. And it's like, well, that's not how the libertarians yeah. do their candidates. Yeah, yeah Gary Gary works. Johnson was a better candidate anyways, I think, than Jesse. Gary Johnson, I think, had a better governor track record than uh, Jesse Ventura did. But Gary Johnson's YouTube channel is not nearly as well overproduced as Conspiracy Theory with Jesse Jesse Ventura. It, that's the thing. It's totally overproduced. That's the best like, part about it, though. They walk in and they're like, listen, we got this case this week. And he acts all surprised. Yeah. Like, Dude, you, you guys had a debriefing. You know what the fucking show is going to be about. Like, don't act like you are surprised when they tell you. But he does come from wrestling, he's, so he's, he's gonna. So he wants met the that. reptilian lady in a cave. <laughs> yeah, because he comes from wrestling. They met the. Reptilian Do you remember lady they they have the they have the psychic. And they have this, like, Native American guide. And they make sure to point out that he's Native American because apparently he's better at hunting that reptiles. That's street cred in terms <laughs> yeah, of his ability hunting to walk rep- around in the field and talk about <laughs> ghosts and shit. Oh, do you remember they go to the fucking gun range and they're like, so if we have reptiles that are trying to trying to attack us, which guns are going to be the best to defend them? And then they have people really trying to say, this gun's going to be better because of this reason to shoot a, a, a humanoid reptile. And the best was they brought up graphics on the screen. Yeah. There were com- oh, computer-generated were cool. images of nine-foot reptilians. <laughs> and then they described which exact type of weaponry would be ideal to defeat this particular nine-foot reptilian species. And so it's just... And Jesse's sitting there, and they're shooting at the gun range, and he's making fun of people because he's an ex-Navy SEAL, and they suck compared to him. <laughs> and talking about taking down hordes of reptilians... It's worth it just to see that like two minutes. So this is this a new video game coming out? Is that what this is? <laughs> <laughs> you know about Jesse Ventura though? He was not actually ever a Navy SEAL. I looked it up and it crushed no me. No shit. So yeah. he, has he been? Wait a second. Hold on. Like word on the street is he's a Navy SEAL. He says it all the time. I thought he yeah. was a Navy yeah, SEAL. Well, he's he's like a cramp. have I been fooled? Yes and no. You can't just wear that badge of Navy SEAL. No, yeah, you can't call Navy SEAL unless you're a saying. Navy SEAL. It's kind of like a big deal. So there you're in a biker be... gang and you say you're a Hell's Angel and you're not, they're going to come along and oh, cut yeah. you. Well, he'll, he Seals actually admits is there is there a SEAL team heading to Jesse Ventura's to rape him right now? Is <laughs> <laughs> this no six. knowledge? Are we here causing anybody SEAL problems? Team six. <laughs> so, this is not safe. So here's what it is. So apparently um, the Navy had another... Like another special ops that okay. that were similar to the seals. Well, before the seals, they had frogmen. Yeah, he wasn't a frogman. Back man. in Vietnam, yeah. they they were called frogmen, but they were the they were the start of the seals. I think he might have been one of those. Okay. Yeah, so he the, wasn't technically a seal, but they're kind of included in the seals. Yeah, because the 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 community of the seals transformed over time. They started yeah. out as frogmen, and uh, in the Vietnam War, and. Y- 
you know, those were the bad motherfuckers that would go in where no one else was going in. And, uh, you know, it kind of got transformed where, oh, these dudes we trained extra hard. They're, you know, crazy soldiers. So let's make up a whole training cycle and just make all these crazy, you know, SEALs, which what it became. I mean, due to my understanding of, uh, you know, the SEAL research that I've done. but I think that sounds right. He might have been a frogman or he was something else. But whatever he was, to my understanding, doesn't exist anymore. So they're kind of grandfathered into the SEALs. Okay. So, but he's been called out. He was called out when he was the governor so that he wasn't technically a SEAL. And he, he actually said, yeah, you're right. I wasn't. But in his show, I was a Navy SEAL. Yeah. And he gets at people's faces. And I like the opening. He's like, I was a fighter. <laughs> <laughs> like the whole show is so great and overproduced. Anytime somebody bucks against him, he brings that out. Oh, dude. David yeah. Icke. What did he say to David Icke at the end? He's like, I'm glad the world wrestling world prepared me for you in this conversation. I guess fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, well, you're in the Navy. This yeah. is what we like to tell people as well. So we were hounded by the Navy recruiters in high school. Oh, yeah. They're cunts. Yeah. But they're our last nice. name is Sample. Yeah. So if we had joined the Navy. Seaman Sample. That's right. Our opening <laughs> title would have been Seaman Sample. That's fucking great. <laughs> I always like to tell it to a guy who was in the Navy because he immediately kits it. Oh, and yeah. he's like, oh, man. <laughs> That would have sucked for you. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Being called semen at all is the most ridiculous thing. I mean, it, at least I was only called it for a short amount of time before I got promoted. But you look at a guy like uh, like David Seaman, you know, he's yeah. going for congressman yeah. in Florida. And he, <laughs> semen, his semen. last name is Seaman, like Congressman Seaman. That's, <laughs> that's going to be his title. <laughs> So what? Uh, so are you happy you were in the Navy and everything? Like all the like, do you think you've learned like a lot of disciplines and everything from being in the Navy and or the military? Perspective. I think I learned a ton of discipline, a ton of perspective, and like just, the traveling aspect, like worldly knowledge and learning about different cultures. I totally incredible. Like I would have never got to seen that, never got to see anything like that if I wouldn't have joined the Navy. I grew up poor, and basically the Navy wasn't out for me. Like, my brother joined, and then he was getting out and going to college. So it was like, oh, shit, so this is the path I can do to take that. You know, like, other than that, my older sisters both went to college and had to take out, you know, student loans, and they're still paying them back. You know, like, it, stu- they make you a fucking slave for student loans uh, yeah. for years to come. And, you know, that was kind of my in of how to, you know, better my life from my situation that I was in. And- it also like it made me grow the fuck up that's what it really does like y- you go in clueless and you know you come out not saying i have it all together or anything like that but it definitely makes you fucking grow up and be a man faster than a lot of other people so i, d- I definitely wouldn't regret it at all uh, i would i would do the same choice i'd probably go officer because they get paid a lot more but they're fucking bitches Officers are, yeah, officers are, they don't do anything. They just sit behind a desk, try to tell you what to do, and you're like... What do you think of the uh, RTC guys? Um, Man, to a point, it's a fucking joke. It is. They're marching around and all this shit. They're trying to keep in regs and do all this stuff. But the thing about the Navy is, is it's a fucking game. Like for boot camp, like boot camp is easy. All you have to do is do what they tell you. Like, that shit is not hard. They teach you how to fold a shirt and iron and, like, do push-ups. Like, yeah. And and you got... They, 
everyone in here could pass boot camp easily. There's so many fucking shitbags who join the Navy. Even fat people like us. Shitbags. <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. There's so many shitbags. You three can Jesus easily. Christ, do it. these Ohio shitbags. Even these Ohio shitbags can pass the shitbag standard. <laughs> No, you got everyone in here could definitely do the Navy. <laughs> We're shipping. Obviously, obviously, you've never seen us run. Guess what? I'm Nobody a, has. I'm a decent runner. <laughs> I fucking hate running. I'm still doing my uh, Couch to 5K app. <laughs> Making it's some a, money for charity? It's been like 10 weeks, and I'm on week five. Yeah, I want to. <laughs> God. Day two is tomorrow on week five. How many people scam that shit? Like the, can you just start a fictitious charity and collect money for yeah, like 5k? Absolutely. And just keep all the money. Yeah. I mean, like people don't realize like the, the, I mean like the, the pink shit is the biggest scam. Like the, 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 that's in the football stadiums and everything. Like, yeah. What do they really can, do for cancer? For breast cancer. Yeah. yeah. They just, put, they just paint things pink. Like they do donate money to awareness and research. But I mean the, the lady who started like Susan, Susan B. Komen's, uh, Susan B. Komen's sister was the one who started it. She was actually on, like, Bush's... Uh, she was in Bush's cabinet. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I swear to God, like, not only was she pulling 400 and... Four, over 400 grand a year from being the, like, the president of that non, non-profit. But, I mean, if, you, if you're in a big charity like that, like, you can literally throw all your money and you can literally hide all your money in those charities. I mean, that's what charities really... To me, I, I think there is a lot behind charities, and I think there is good charities. But, I mean, I, I am a fringe thinker, and I tend to lean on the conspiracy side. Yeah, but I think most char- – yeah, I think, like, everyone's like, oh, Bill Gates created all these charities. Why do you think he's trying to hide his money? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't he's think Bill – money. It's tax-free. Yeah, so I mean – the best it, bet in the end is just to go ahead and buy bums their drugs and just hand them out directly. <laughs> Probably. Yes. Just go to street-level distribution instead of the trickle-down theory of Hey, you will make yeah. that bum happy for one day. Yeah. Well, and, and the other thing, like you said, with Bill Gates, so at least the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Yeah. Uh, so Bill Gates has always kind of been a son of a bitch his entire life. Yeah. That's why he made all that money. Yeah. He, he basically stole DOS. Uh, for next to nothing, made a shit ton of money. Uh, it wasn't his invention, but you know he made the money off of it, and he shared none of it. And uh, he's just been doing that his entire time to make all this money. So all of a sudden, he's made all this money, money, and he's like, "Well, I guess I should give back now." Time, time. I'm done being a son of a bitch. I know that's kind of my personality and why I've been successful in life. I'm going to stop doing that now. Go hug Elmo or something like that on fucking Sesame Street. I think he's still doing what Drew was talking about that's, and like yeah. hiding a lot of his money. That's right. Warren, Warren Buffett. Reorganization. Warren Buffett exactly. gives all of his – he donates all of his charity money to Bill, the Bill Gates Foundation. Okay. Yeah. There's another thing. Yeah, exactly. I gotta, you could put two and two together. Yeah. You got some other you know, incredibly rich person putting their money in the same place. They're, they're going to be like, oh, well, here's the place to put your money if yeah. you don't want it taxed. You know, Bill, it's the bank of gates. Bill and his wife are so good at just giving back to the community that I'm just going to give them my money because they're so good at giving back to the community. I think, did, did you buy an Xbox? You did get, you did I do have money. an Xbox, <laughs> yeah. dude. I, have, I mean, but I stole this version of Windows on my computer. There you go. If that means anything. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. yeah legit, allegedly, I did. Allegedly, I spoofed. So there, I spoofed the activation. 
Um, so basically what that means is the way that Windows verifies itself in Windows 7 is it verifies it in BIOS. So what you can do is you can install a program that puts the same code in BIOS that Windows looks for. So then when Windows looks to see that it's genuine, it finds, oh, there's this fake file there. It's genuine. And then you don't have to pay, you know, $200 for Windows. I didn't understand any of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. I wish I was a fucking hacker, though, man. I'm like, not. I'm not a hacker I at all. Like, had any technical like knowledge like that? Because I'm. I pay for bullshit on the internet when I know that there's some way to get it for free. Yeah, I mean, like to me, it's like whoever I'm gonna pirate. Well, allegedly. Yeah. It's like like if I really care about something, though, I really like I really pay for it. Like that's yeah. no joke. Like I'm not. But I, I mean, a lot of stuff. Like I don't. If the author's dead and the and the book is out, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna just get it for free off the internet. Yeah. But if the author's alive, I'm gonna buy the book. It's just kind of like the way I roll. Because <laughs> he's dead, he's not getting any of that money. Yeah, his grandkids don't need another convert. They don't. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. I mean, they didn't earn that money. They just exactly. were born into this situation, you know. Man. Robin Hood, bitch. They got in genes. <laughs> they got genes. Yeah. yeah. They got in genetics on their side. Clearly, they have some genetic disposition that says you can write a good book yeah so get out there and start fucking writing grandkids yeah earn your keep bitches absolutely (laughs) get what you give put out your content (laughs) i'm allegedly feeling pretty good (laughs) allegedly we ate a fuck ton of hash edibles before we started the show so at this point like it's sitting in the it's hitting in the zombie mode for a couple of us (laughs) Um, so anyways, so today I decided that I would, uh, hang out with this girl that I randomly met at a bar because it's way better than the internet. And (laughs) you can see if they're fatty at the beginning. And if you like that, good for you. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And, uh, so I told her I'd go over there and I would help her dye her hair. And I said, yeah, we can have, you know, girlfriend time, whatever. Wait, wait, wait. What the, <laughs> exactly. Wait, what the fuck on? So you randomly met a bitch at the bar. No, no. She's like, I want you to dye my hair. hair. No, we've hung out before. So we, I met her I met her about Was that eight like months ago. the worst sex innuendo I've ever heard? Yeah, yeah. Hey, no. baby, why don't you come over and dye my hair? That's what I was is hoping she, for. Is she on her period Did and she's like, you like, banger? <laughs> no. I love how you, you said it real smooth like no one would notice. <laughs> 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 yeah, so I, I met her a few months ago, and we hung out, and we walked at the park, and whatever. She just had a lot of shit going on in her life. And so she literally, she's been trying to hang out, but we, we haven't been able to. Then she says today, do you want to come over and help me dye my hair? And I was like, sure. Yeah, let's do that. And I, and I really... But whatever yeah, gets you in the door. All it really was <laughs> is me going over there, and but then we get over there, and they have like they have like a zoo of dogs. So she lives. She's temporarily living with her brother. She has three dogs. He has two dogs. Oh, that but, place must stink. No, it actually doesn't. What kind of dogs? Uh, her brother has like a, a half husky, half uh, half something else. The other one's a husky. Their dogs, I don't really know. They got big dogs though, or little. Dogs? Uh, two bit. Yeah, they had like three big dogs, but her dogs can't be with his huskies because apparently his huskies will kill them. Or fuck them. I don't know. It's gonna go <laughs> or on. Or kill yeah. them by fucking them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I go there, and uh, she's like, well, I have to bleach the basement floor first because they keep some of the dogs down there, and I guess the dogs piss. And I'm like, well, I don't know if bleach is the best option. Like, yeah, it doesn't stink. Yeah, so <laughs> we bleach it. Then we have this bowl, 
And she's like, well, where can we dump this bowl of bleach? And it's just bleach and water. I'm like, well, we can just dump it on the drain. It's not yeah. a big deal. So, like, the washer, where the washer's going into, there's, like, this hole to put to drain the washer. So we're like, yeah, let's just dump it in there. So we dump it in there. So then she does a load of laundry. We go in, I bleach her hair, and she goes down to, like, go get a towel. And, like, the whole fucking thing flooded. Oh. And it's like, so then I, I had to get this sub pump at this house <laughs> that I'm not even, I, I've never, this is the first time I've ever been to this house. So I'm looking through random people's shit that I don't really even know to find this shop vac. And then I shop back it and I get like, and, it, and, it, and then the shop back's full and I'm like, well, this fucking thing's heavy. So they have like, they have this bathroom that they used to have, but for some reason they're like, oh, this is way too convenient to have a bathroom in the basement. So they tore it out, but there's still a drain in the shower. So I dump a bunch of it in the shower and then in this shower, then it's just pooling this, this bleachy water. And I'm like, I'm going to have to fucking carry this bitch upstairs. So wait, wait, what? Okay, all right. Well, yeah. Did you, Did you breathe? I dyed her hair. <laughs> okay. I dyed her hair. Yes, and it actually looks really nice. Did I'm you very at least proud get of that. To, like cop a titty or something like it. No, I I didn't, man, because it was uh. Wah, 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 wah. Well, <laughs> so wait, wait, you went to her house. You cleaned her house. I didn't clean you it. Dyed her hair. <laughs> I didn't. You didn't fuck her. Yeah, you like, went to her house. You dyed her hair. You wrecked up her shit. Cleaned up a huge mess. I didn't wreck it. No, 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 no. I didn't finish. Came I didn't even back finish up cleaning and, it. And proceeded not to even touch the titty. <laughs> no, it was. It was. It was too. Not even like I just carried mm. this vac of water up your stairs and then just a nice little squeeze. It was too chaotic and and honestly, like just talking to her, like this, like it's gonna sound really weird, but I actually. I'm trying to be a decent human being in my life with women. In the first podcast, <laughs> good luck. I talk about like how shitty I've been with women in most of my life. Like I was only really good at having sex, but then after this first time I had sex with them, I would never see them again. Uh, and that wasn't always my decision. So it wasn't like I'm this master. So what you're saying? I wasn't. I wasn't this master of one night stands. Apparently, because they never saw you again. <laughs> exactly. They're like, no, Drew, you don't need to come by again. I'm okay. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that's happened before. Maybe it hasn't. Allegedly, it may have happened. <laughs> So no, so it's like fourteen gallons. So I carry it upstairs, and I like I'm like, well, I'm gonna take off the Freddie Lockhart shirt. So like I have this undershirt on, and like you know, muffin top showing and everything. So I'm feeling really good <laughs> carrying this fucking heavy thing of bleach smelling water from this dirty ass basement floor. And like the shot back, like I like it was the second. I think it was really the first time I ever had to figure it out on my own. I'm not the the handiest guy. So I'm taking it off. I'm like, that's cool. There's no lid for me to carry this thing outside. So like, I have to carry it. Everywhere. Yeah, I'm trying not to have it splash it. And then I fill it up again, and there's still water. And she's convinced that we broke the sub pump by, well, she didn't know it was a sub pump, but by dumping like this little bowl of bleach down the same thing. Dude, you got to get high. Because if you were high and that situation happened... You'd have been like, "Fuck this, I'm leaving." <laughs> well, that's a great thing happen. about and, and that's then, a great thing and, about having a DUI, and depending on the person that <laughs> came and picked you up from your house to hang out with her, I'm stuck there. Oh yeah, you're held hostage. I was yeah yeah. Otherwise, I'd been like, "All right, let me give you a hug. I'm leaving." And then try to get like some side boob hug action going. I mean, it was <laughs> it was really fun. I mean, I still had fun with her. Like, it's a funny story that we could tell. Like. I was actually loving him. I'm like, man, I can't wait to tell this fucking story 
Like it was just so crazy. Like everything was fucking crazy. I'm, I'm really like, wrecking all this shit. I can't wait to tell people about <laughs> yeah. the mass amount of damage I had to cause. I broke a sub pump and you some random shit in the pump. Don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you went to the other room, he was jamming shit. Right. Yeah, I took he his washcloth and I fucking yeah, jammed it. He was towels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he tossed down a husky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was it, and then. Uh, Dude, that sounds horrible. <laughs> it, was, it was horrible, man. Because then I filled up the other one, and I looked at her. I'm like, this is really your landlord's job. I'm not taking this upstairs. Yeah. And I just left it there. And there was still probably another 14 gallons of water just pooling near the sub pump. So that was my exciting event of the day. I'm sure she appreciated the... Uh I'll do one. <laughs> yeah. It's not even her Everybody house. Gets one. She's just yeah. staying there. Everybody like it's, it's not even her house. She's just staying there. See, that's what cut your. That's what cock blocked you. The staying with the brother cock blocked you. Yeah. If she'd have been by herself and you would have had to do all that shit, you probably would have got some action. Take her to a nice date at a nice restaurant like the Olive Garden and get an old fashioned <laughs> in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we're gonna. This is even more embarrassing. I think we're going to go watch Twilight together later in the week. Oh. The new Twilight. Where are your balls, So she's sir? got dude, well, so she's uh, got you bleaching her hair. Then she's got I you didn't cleaning up the no, toilet water brown. that overflows. Now, now you're going to watch the fake-ass Glimmer Vampire movie. <laughs> your pussy whipped minus dude, your pussy. Uh, yeah. If she puts a finger up in your ass before she kisses you, you are in trouble, sir. <laughs> are you guys going to go shave your legs later? Maybe. Uh... <laughs> I did. I mean, I did used to shave my arms back in the day. I got a buddy who shaves his fucking arms. But he's like all yoked up. Drew I did, used to be yoked. No, Drew did this for swimming because it'd make him more aerodynamic. No drag. <laughs> That's not true at all. I was the worst swimmer ever. He was the worst swimmer. Ever. I, uh, but he I, did shave his legs and I lost, shaved everything. I had a okay. So I, I was so bad at swimming. But guess what? If it takes you six minutes to do a lap, like me, I probably would because I can't swim. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to totally shit all over his his swimming here. When I was – so I, I played football in high school, and I was like a huge – like that was so much of my identity was just playing football. And I was like a big football Kool-Aid drinker, whatever the coach said I would do. <laughs> Oh, dude, yeah, it was like it was like bureau. Like I was just like, yeah, and like the coaches would always shit on me, and I, I was like, yeah, but I'm a part of the team, and like I was, I think yeah. I had some issues, and so I got, I like, I tore my vastus medialis in my quad, which is like your medial, your media, like your middle quadriceps muscle. I tore that, and I stretched every ligament out in my knee, and I had this like big welt on my knee, and then like my coach said, like he told me in front of like my whole team. That he bet the other coaches on when I was gonna get hurt during two days, like it was really fucked up. Yeah, that guy sounds like a fucking dick. Yeah, man, he was a fucking dick, but I thought he was awesome at the time. So it crushed my dreams, and like, cause he was like a, he was kind of a father figure to me. And then, uh, so I start swimming, and I, I swam a little bit the year before, but then I got mono, so I couldn't finish. So I started swimming because my, because uh, I didn't really, I didn't tear anything in my knee, thankfully. And then I also like stretched all the way on my ankle on the same leg. And so I started swimming because I, I, it was really like good rehab for my leg. And so there was this kid, he used to swim for Gehanna and he was like one of the downs kids, but he was like one of the yoked downs kids. And he was like an actually pretty decent swimmer. So whenever I would swim backstroke, I would finish the first lap of backstroke. And when I was like, I remember one time I, I when I first did it, 
I felt like I was really competitive because everybody else was finishing their first lap at the same time. So I thought, but they were actually finishing their second lap in the race. (laughs) (laughs) And so then like I would do backstroke and then it was like at the end, like you'd get out and your last place. It already sucks at your last place, but you're not going to give up. And then everybody claps for you because you didn't give up, but they make you think that that feels better when it makes you feel (laughs) so much much worse. Yeah. So it's the sympathy clap. Oh. So when we swam against Gehanna, my mom made a point to point out to the fact that the kid with Downs was so happy for me that I was swimming so hard and he couldn't stop cheering for me when I finished because he was like his ultimate, like he was the ultimate teammate. When so, you say kids with Downs, do you mean Down syndrome? Yes. Do that? Okay. This kid with Down <laughs> syndrome. He lapped by a youngster with Downs. No, so, he wasn't racing me then. He wasn't racing oh. me then. I so saw then, I saw Drew race him once. <laughs> yeah. So then, like swimmer, t- like w- I swim against him in like another, and like I'm gonna make an excuse. My leg was still messed up. Oh, wait, did this kid think you had downs too? And he was no, like, hey, no, no. Yeah, he pretty much, he pretty much did. <laughs> and so then we're swimming you in a relay. Do it, buddy. We're swimming in a relay next to each other, and I'm saying, "Hey, man, it's good seeing you again." Because he talked to me after the race, and he was really cool with me. Mm-hmm. So, like, we're in a relay, and this is, like, during summer swimming, and then he starts talking shit to me. <laughs> or, or I don't know how to handle this. And he's like, yeah, lucky for me, I got to swim against you. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, it's not like I could talk shit to this kid. And then he kept saying it, and then, like, it's really close, and we're getting ready to, like, dive in. And this, like, it was like the 4 by 100 relay. And Drew looks over at me and says, hey. I can tie my shoes. And then <laughs> and then they're off. No, and then like and, like he literally said this to me. He literally said, "Oh, good thing it's close cuz I know I could beat you." And like he would nonstop talk shit to me. And then we went to the other end of the pool and like he ended up beating me. Oh, and then he talked more shit to me. That dude had your number. He had my number. And so like I'm I'm probably the only person that could ever say that I lost in a sporting race to a kid with Down syndrome. <laughs> and not only did I lose to him, but he talked mad shit to me, and I couldn't say anything back to him. You like, should. I had nothing to say to him. The one, the one event I saw Drew compete, I will say, against this fine young gentleman, uh, Drew makes it seem like he's talking shit, like talking, talking shit, but he had the sound of a kid with... Some severe Down syndrome. (laughs) Because when they raced, um, he beat Drew by like a good... Because it was like, oh, it's the multi-event. You do your breaststroke and then you do your backstroke. Oh, yeah. I raced him at 200 individual medley. Yeah. And I I was terrible at that, too, because I had to do backstroke. Drew was the last person in this field of like six or eight kids. And all of them had finished. And... uh, they were all drying off and talking to one another, and Drew still doing his swimming. <laughs> and it, all of them had done that except for the one Down syndrome kid. And he was right standing in front of Drew's lane, and he had all he was like squatting down in front of it. And he's like, "You can do it, buddy! You can do it, buddy!" And he's cheering and clapping for him. And Drew is going such a slow pace. But the whole time, the kid was, you can do it! Like the loudest, like most high intense thing ever. Like it was like a a fucking car race that you were strapped in on, like going 200 miles an hour. That's his excitement. He was the only one cheering too, For Drew's. Yeah. (laughs) But yay! 
sounded just like special Ed from yeah. Crank Yankers. Yeah. So he beat that's, Drew. That's pretty much it. And he was just cheering the whole time after Drew had uh, finished. Now, I don't know if that was him just rubbing it in Drew's face. No, he, talked, he was genuinely doing that. He he talked shit to me. Like he said, like he did say, and I think he was trying to be funny. But of oh, course, you know, good. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. Good funny. thing I can beat you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know that's how it sounded. That's exactly how it sounded. I wasn't gonna do it because I do like this yeah. kid. But Wes doesn't know this kid, so he could definitely do it. That's I, exactly how that. he would do it. That's how he sounds. I'm, I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just doing my best imitation yeah, of him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, so we are at we're at about 57 minutes. So we can go ahead and wrap it up if you want. So uh, Cool with me. Well, well, real quick, that's another reason why uh, I support individual sports more than team sports. Is because when it's an individual sport, uh, like in high school, wrestling, swimming, yeah. tennis, uh, anything where it's dependent on you to be good and you know you are going to either succeed or fail as hard as you practice and train, where you could be on a team like you were on the football team. And maybe you, you coaches, they sound like fucking assholes. They were like, fucking assholes. Yeah, so they didn't give as much support and training to you as they did to other guys on the team. And you kind of got pushed to the wayside. And then they, you know, do this thing where they call you out and like that. For And how old were you? Like I was, uh, I was 16 years old, yeah. Yeah, so it's a grown man like, yeah. calling out a 16-year-old kid. You're Dude, like, I mean, the same coach said to a guy who just was tired of playing. Um, he was like 17, and he was quitting the team. And he said to the kid, like, I hope you don't walk out on your wife and kids someday. Oh, God. Like, how yeah, the fuck a, do you say that shit like, to somebody? It's a football like, team. It's a football team, and he said that to a kid. Jeez. I hope you don't like walk out on your wife and kids someday. I was yeah. like, holy shit, man. That dude went home and beat his wife. That's like, what I was thinking. Yeah, and kicked dude. his dog. Yeah. 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 He went home and drank a case of Bush and... Yelled at himself dumb. in the mirror for a minute. <laughs> Toughen up, you pussy! <laughs> well, that kind of guy. I mean, I guess he's mellowed out a lot now. Like they've won a couple state state championships, and he's still the coach there. I mean, another thing too. I think if you work with kids and you don't have kids, you don't necessarily understand children. Yeah. Like I think like there's a big there's a big uh, there's a big uh, separation. Is not it's a similar word to separation, but I can't think of it. But there's a there's a disconnect. Yeah, disconnect. That's the word I'm looking for. There's a yeah. huge disconnect there. And um, I always noticed that with teachers, too, because I would always get bored in class. And the teachers that had children knew how to help me stay focused more than the teachers that didn't. Yeah. So, well, anyways, everyone needs to follow Marman Gino, Gio here. I keep wanting to say Gino. Sorry, Gio. <laughs> it's all good. Everyone fucks up my name. Gio yeah. Adesano. It's uh, it's a fucked up one, but <laughs> so you only have Death Squad Pierre. Do you have another no, Twitter got, account? As well? I got Gio Adesano. My name's uh, G I O A T T I S A N O, and then Death Squad PA. Awesome. Uh, both of them, follow them or not, whatever you want. Yeah, and if you're in Pittsburgh and you're listening to this, <laughs> come watch. Uh, go watch Gio during his his open mics. Uh, sometime soon, Wes. Wes and I will get on an open mic, too. And check out uh, Aaron as well while you're out there. Yeah, check Aaron out. Kleber is fucking hilarious. Yeah, check out Aaron Kleber. Kleber uh, I'll be doing uh, open mics 
at the Pleasure Bar on Mondays in uh, in Bloomfield, and then also in the Strip at the Beer Hive. That so. sounds like my type of establishment, yeah. the Pleasure Bar. Pleasure yeah. Ball, yeah, it Pleasure Bar, like such a and strip club. and the Strip yeah. too, and the Strip, yeah, and the Strip. Like, you know, you come see a comedy show. Now the Strip's a, a pretty cool job. place too. Even if you're just in Pittsburgh visiting, isn't that where they have like all the microbreweries and stuff like that as well? Yeah, and they the got piano some bar, a couple microbreweries. They have a bunch of like uh, open outdoor market, a bunch of. Um, you can score like cheap Steeler gear. Gear. I know nobody here in Ohio wants that, but <laughs> there's a, there's a ton of Steelers fans in Columbus, dude. Right. They're fucking annoying. The Steelers too. fans. Our football all the team world. sucks, so a lot of people just yeah. adopt the Steelers. That's just being real. A lot. That's, yeah. that's I'm the a, closest thing I'm to a, winning they can ever. Experience. I'm a Colts fan. He's a Packers fan. Who do you like for pros, Jason? Oh, uh, see, I'm a loyal diehard Bengals fan, so nice. I take my ass whipping every year watching them get brutally <laughs> beat down by every team. So. They're it's better. Good, They're a lot better now. I'm um, a Steelers fan, but I'm not a diehard Yinzer or anything like that. So. Are you a Penn State fan? I could really care were less. You, were you a Penn State fan until things got raped? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Too many became me. the Penn State super so, fan. So as a Penn State fan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not uh, going to be taking any showers when I go there. <laughs> so anyways, also follow Jason no Susquehanna. Jason, you want to spell that out? It doesn't really matter, man. It's all good. <laughs> find it. You'll find they'll, they'll it. They'll find it. I, believe, I follow him. I believe it's N-O underscore S-U-S-Q-U-H-E-N-N-A. I think there's a Q-U-A. No, there's some missing letters in there, so yeah. I need to hide or remain anonymous yeah. for one more day on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Wait, what's your podcast name? Okay. It's uh, Jason at No Susquehanna. N O underscore S U S Q U A H E N N A. And also check out, yeah, blame Joey Diaz, motherfuckers. <laughs> He's the one who came up with that shit. Yeah. So blame yeah. him. But then check out Sacred yeah, Plant Show. And also Death Squad Ohio. When are you doing the next Sacred Plant Show? We have the, actually, just today I have the flash drive that has the first four episodes on it, and we are about to work on getting that up on iTunes. And it, It'll be up on it, iTunes uh, by the time this is probably on yeah, iTunes. Yeah, by the time this is up, it'll be up, and uh, then we have uh, several more people scheduled to record, so hopefully, yeah, it's up and running now by the time everyone hears this. Nice, nice. And you got to, you know, everyone should know that it's all free content, content out there. I mean, all the podcasts are free. Absolutely. Uh, you can download them on iTunes and, you know, follow people on Twitter and just connect with everybody and keep this thing going and keep it growing yeah. as well. If you could cons- subscribe to this shit and comment on it, too, we would appreciate it just to yeah, go ahead. people are listening to Send it. Send us a message. If you think Definitely it sucks. Definitely tell Drew he's a big fucking asshole. Yeah. yeah. If you think it sucks for some reason, let us know. We'll see uh, if it's a valid reason. We'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I never noticed that. We'll fix that. If not, go fuck yourself. Yeah, it's pretty much our attitude. If you say it sucks and you don't have any good reason, well, you're just upset because we banged your mother. <laughs> it's okay. She can still get treatment. It's not like we gave her the AIDS or anything, you know. It's something that she'll just need some penicillin for. She'll, she's had worse. You're going to get a message from that Down syndrome kid. <laughs> I probably will. So desist and take this episode down. He's this gonna, lawyer is forthcoming yeah. soon. He's going to send me a direct message. That's not very nice. <laughs> <laughs> no one said his name. We don't know who he is. Yeah, so. yeah I don't even so remember his allegedly. name. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. 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 Um, yeah, so I'm 
at Drew Sample. I'm at Clever West. And thank you guys for tuning in once again to the Sample Hour. You are clever. <laughs> <laughs> 